the reason for me to write the article was because I was experiencing a devastating relationship. I got mm-hmm. divorced. And two days after I signed the document, I wrote an article and I posted it online on my blog and it went viral. I got like 550,000 clicks uh, in, a, in a month. Welcome to the Ron Huntley Leadership Podcast, helping leaders be a positive catalyst on the people they support, the organizations they serve, and the communities they live. This podcast will make you think, laugh, and grit your teeth with new determination to make your parish or business a place of transformation, passion, and purpose. If you're still breathing, you are powered for impact. As the church, we're all working to get back on our feet and establish new leadership habits that are both healthy and impactful. If having a coach in this season of ministry is something you're interested in exploring, we'd welcome a conversation. I coach priests and bishops from around the world. Go to ronhuntley.com. Don't put it off. You're worth it. Now to today's episode. No one gets married thinking that maybe someday they'll get a divorce. When relationships break down, it is horrible for so many reasons. My guest today is a media influencer who started out in radio and TV, then became a blogger, has written five books, and is a podcaster with over six million downloads. Anita's first language is Mandarin. Her story is heartfelt. Her impact is significant and she is a wonderful human being. Enjoy the conversation. Lift off and the clock has started. Welcome back, everybody. My guest today is Anita Shi. She's from Taiwan. Her first language is Mandarin. I've met, Anita and I met while doing Toastmasters in California. Actually, we're doing it online. I wish I was in California because at the time of this recording, I have a snowstorm outside. <laughs> I would far rather be in California. But Anita, welcome to the show today. Hi, Ron. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> the reason I asked Anita to join us is one of the cool things about Toastmasters. And for those of you that might not know what it is, the place where you go to grow in your ability to speak and lead. and we often we all we all, all take turns giving talks, very specific talks to to grow. And when Anita shared her story with me, I just thought it was fascinating. I just thought it was one, it was so honest, and, and two, it was fascinating because Anita has actually. I'm not going to steal the thunder. I'm going to let you tell your story. Let's get into your story. Do you know? share with me because you have a quite a uh, a following online, and I know there's so many churches now getting online with COVID restrictions and mass online, and the, the church is, is finds themselves in new territory in some sense. But you you ventured online a long time ago, and that's kind of had a life of its own. What do you share with our listeners? Kind of what brought you to this online world, and, and we'll go from there. Okay, um, I'm so called online influencer. I'm also a writer and author. I have published four, uh, five books, and I'm also a podcaster. Uh, my podcast reach like uh, 80,000 every week. So That's now amazing. like accumulating for like a six millions downloads. And uh, I'm also, I was a host, TV show host in Taiwan. And so kind of media figure, but now I'm just 
like you know, I stuck in the house, uh, work from home in California. No more a media figure, but I still do a lot of um, uh, creativity uh, works online. Yes, that's amazing. And to put that into perspective for some of our listeners too, I was just on a webinar this past week with Carrie Newhoff and Carrie Newhoff is a huge figure in the Christian world in North America. And he just celebrated 2 million downloads and he is saying she's reaching 6 million downloads. So just to put that into perspective, because I am nowhere near that and you're like, <laughs> and so that just puts it into perspective in terms of the size you're following. But how, how did that, um, so you had some background in media to begin with, but what really, what really started the whole venture? Why don't you share that with us? Well, actually uh, I started in uh, radio and media, radio, okay. TV, television, and my PhD, previous PhD program was mm-hmm. uh, journalism. I didn't ah. finish it. Yeah, but I'm kind of that kind uh, communication student's background. Right. Yeah. yeah. But that's not the first chapter, you know, because um, the first chapter of my journey was a not that good beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have... Uh, I have written my blog for uh, since 2012, but actually I published my first book in 2014. That's because uh, I wrote an uh, an article on my blog and it went viral. Right. And the reason for me to write the article was because I was experiencing a devastating relationship. Mm. I got divorced. Yeah. And two days after I signed the document, I wrote an article and I posted it online on my blog and it went viral. I got like 550,000 clicks uh, in, wow. a, in a month. The title of the article was Why People Choose to Stay Single. Mm. That's, I didn't, you know, I didn't know that will uh, that would have went viral, but um, for me, that was like a diary for, I just want to um, roll to myself to explain why I ask for being single, why mm. I choose, why I chose to divorce. So mm. that's, but I don't know that the article might be, you know, it was a common feeling for many people. Right. So it struck a chord, obviously, in people and and then the way you write. And so that's amazing. And so that would have been, where were you living when you wrote that article? Were you? I was in Taipei and okay. I was, um, uh, I worked for a telecom telecommunication company. Mm-hmm. So I'm still full-time job but um during that time that period of um getting divorced um i didn't want to you know i think i I have some problem of my mental uh, condition that time so i didn't want to go to work i i I cry all the time and i really felt very bad for myself Mm -hmm. because in asia in taiwan 
10 years ago, the, the time was 10 years ago, it was quite unusual for young generation. I, I call myself young generation because I was just 30, 31 years old yeah. at that time and um, to get divorced. Mm. So I remember um, in Chinese New Year because my divorce was just um, one month before Chinese New Year. And I told my mother, I said, okay, uh, I got divorced. Then I, I think I need to let you know. And my mother said, okay, I got it. But could you just stay in Taipei or somewhere else? Please, didn't, uh, please don't come home this year. I said, why? And she said, I have to say, my mother loved me quite a lot. Yes. I'm a single child. But my mother said it was too uh, difficult, too tough to explain to the relatives and neighbors why you became single. Because you were always such a good kid, uh, high educated, high achievement. Uh, you know, everything yeah. happened to me was good. But I got divorced. Mm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's so hard to go through that. It's so hard to go through that. Nobody gets married thinking someday they'll get divorced. And to have to suffer through that is so hard. And I know there's so many of our listeners, me included, that have, have experienced that and the pain of that. And it sounds like too, like culturally at that time where you were living, there's, there's shame associated with that as well, or failure associated with that, that even as a close family makes yeah. it really difficult. And, and so, yeah, I'm sorry that happened. It's, it's, that's, those are tough, tough, tough times to go through. And then during that period, to your point, like, dealing with this pain, dealing with the struggles, dealing with the sadness that comes with a failed relationship or a deteriorating relationship, taking the gift that God gave you in terms of writing and putting things in, you know, you're able to obviously strike a chord with people in, in Taipei or wherever your listeners were from or the people that were watching your, tuning into your blog, listening to your blog, reading your blog. Um, Going viral like that, having something go viral, did that change what you were doing or how you were doing? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it's pretty ironic because I, just like I said uh, before, um, just after I signed a document and two days later, I, I went viral. And just during that month, four publishers, mega publishers in Taiwan that asked me, to publish my book as about, about relationship topics. I say, why me? And they say, oh, you are pretty unusual because, <laughs> um, you know, there are quite just a few people that want to share with their divorce experience. And uh, it's very different experience because yeah. you, you graduated from a super high, a super great school but you fail or such a you know just in a downside of life mm. i said okay it's pretty dramatic right i know <laughs> and they say okay do you want to publish your the books and that's also 
the moment I experienced God's love. Uh, I was not a Christian, but just during that moment, I didn't know what I should do and what I should go. So one of my friends, she invited me to go to the church. So that's the first time I stepped into the church and I, I tried to pray. And I say, I never thought God is, you know, exists. So if you really exist, can you tell me why I have to experience such a weird situation? Mm. And I heard God's told me because you are the bravest, a brave woman. So I, I, I started to think why God's told me I am brave, probably because I, I dare to share my experience. Mm-hmm. And many, I think there are many people just like me. We suffered in a same situation. We have a lot of, we don't know how to deal with our relationship conditions and our life. But if I dare to tell them, yeah, I experienced that. And I can live my own way. I can still be very confident to face my life. Then probably mm. you can do that too. So I think, okay, that's the only meaningful reason for me to publish my book. Because I don't want it just a gossip book. Like a, right. you know, like a gossiping, oh, okay, there is a girl, there is a woman oh, who experienced that. And I hope that could be a positive influence. So I just published the book and it was a hit. So I started to uh, be invited to write for GQ magazine Mm -hmm. and to be the featured guest in TV show. So that's the beginning. Wow. That's really neat. I didn't know that part of your story. I had to hold back some tears here while you were sharing it. That, that it was that point in your life where, where your friend invited you to come to church. And, and, you know, it's really interesting. And I see this time and time again, for a lot of people, it's at a point where things aren't going so well that somebody reaches out and just says, Hey, why don't you, why don't you come and, you know, consider God or, experience church or or a course or a program or alpha or something and and thank goodness for your friend eh because what, what was it like for you to experience god's love as you put it like what was that what did that feel like for you well the first time uh we worshiped and i cried mm. i tried to play pray and i heard yeah god's voice but you know after i went back to my home i still felt Probably it's just my imagination, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah I still quite <laughs> a little bit struggling. Uncertain, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, uncertain if I should go next Sunday <laughs> because right. it's a little bit far from my home. Yeah. So, during that week, that's something quite um, unusual, weird. Uh, I ordered some books. I ordered two books online. One's uh, like a travel travel guide in yes. Korea. Uh, okay. I planned to go to Korea for traveling. And another is a illustration book. Yes. 
uh, I order online, uh, like uh, the platform is just was just like a uh, Amazon, something yes. like a huge mega platform. Yeah. And like two days later, I got a package, and the package was super heavy, and I feel we- weird because I just ordered two books. <laughs> How can it be so heavy? Yeah. And then I opened the box. There were six books, six books inside. I said, what? Probably they just did make uh, made mistakes. But what I ordered, the two books were in there. Okay. But there were like four other books also in a box. And the order, the paper yeah. is correct, was correct. And I, I felt a little bit. Weird, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I started to check the title of the book. The four books were all about the like gospel, gospel. The gospel, or, yeah. Yeah, something God's love or the, what kind of person you want to be or something like that. I, I, I was just trembling and crying a lot. And I called my friend. I say, I, I couldn't believe it. God really exists. I, I, <laughs> wow <laughs> oh even i yeah even now i still feel very excited yeah feeling. that's beautiful you know I, I think there'll probably be some listeners go what you go to church for the first <laughs> time and you pray and you hear god say that yeah. to so, so many christians not all obviously but so many have, have gone to church their whole life and not experienced god like they're not have heard him speak to him not I've experienced that level of comfort and you have, and I just think, thanks be to God. Like just, that's just so beautiful. It's like, just shows how much he loves us. Doesn't he? Like he just loves us so much. (laughs) And so good on you because, you know, it is hard to talk about things that are socially difficult and, and it does take somebody with courage, somebody who's brave to dare to be vulnerable. I know Brene Brown is such a huge influence in the world right now and so my mother and I were just talking about her over over lunch yesterday she was reading her book uh, yeah. uh something about the wilderness and, and and I love how vulnerable she is I think she's you know women are often a little bit more I hope this isn't sexist so I'm gonna get shot for this but more emotionally connected than men oftentimes but sometimes in social situations in in work settings that's almost something to be ashamed of but in her book she talked about it she talks about how she gets upset she talks about excusing herself and going and having a good cry and coming back and i i just think thank goodness because however whatever makes us unique and whatever situations we struggle through if we have the courage to be honest and 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 that we'll go a lot further and we can help a lot more people anyway enough rambling i just think it's so cool i appreciate what you've done and what you did and and so where's that taking where's that journey taking you have you do you still live where you live now well, tell tell us a little bit about your yeah so adventures. i started to um manage my facebook page uh and it grows quite quick how and many tell me tell you know no, like uh 250 thousand followers something like that right yeah and uh i started to be invited to a lot of tv show in beijing china or uh write for singapore singaporean newspaper for some column and uh my book uh sought to malaysia's hong kong and also like um 
like I said, wrote for a lot of magazines like GQ yeah. or Vogue or L for yeah, some mm-hmm. some are regular and some are just like a one time featured. Yeah. So and I also have my TV host TV show. <laughs> I was a host. <laughs> so and I I quite regularly be invited to the TV show as a like a relationship expert. <laughs> which I, I thought pretty weird just because I experienced a divorce and I became yeah, an expert. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, so like many years, I I I had a quite nice uh, material life, I have sure. to say. Yeah, because you are a celebrity, kind mm-hmm. of celebrity in Taiwan and you have fame, fame and fan. Sure, okay. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I, I, I thought it's so lucky for me to have God because I saw many other online influencers, they just, they won't get attention because attention mm-hmm. was the currency for us. Nice. Because you got attention, then you can change to, you know, to like a exposure for your fan. So you will have more opportunity to uh, exchange to like your uh, compensation or yeah. income yeah. revenue. And so it's quite tough for an online influencer become uh, steadily. I mean, some influencers, they want more attention. It's just like an addition, mm. uh, addiction. So they probably say something weird, do something weird to get the attention. But for me, um, I I quite suffered from the hater culture. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you write something, do something, say something, there must be some haters. Uh, They left, they will um, leave a lot of, uh, bad comments or sharp comments to hurt you. And at that time, I, I always pray for God to give me the brave courage to experience that. Mm. To, um, but I still, but during that moment, I, I have to do some escape plan. So I couldn't just stay in Taipei. That will make me very, very upset. So like every two months or three months, I just bought tickets, flight tickets to go to different countries. So I stay in London, Oslo, Florence, or a lot of different countries and cities to stay there, to forget I'm a media figure. I have the responsibility to face to public. It was really heavy for me at that moment. Mm. Although I have God, I pray a lot, sure. but I, I still quite care about how people mention me, criticize me. So, but it's good for me to know in a different city, in a different country, I have a way out. I can be a different, I can have a different life. I can just take a break uh, from my ordinary life. Mm-hmm. So it was the, like you say, to be 
to be so vulnerable in a culture where divorce and stuff is not something that is talked about. Um, you I never thought about that. A lot of people would have appreciated hearing about that because they were suffering and they, you know, you, what you wrote about probably was telling their story in some degree, they could relate to it, but then you've got everybody else who wants to keep the lid on it, so to speak, perhaps. And, and then they have opinions and perspectives as that. And then, and that was one of the ways that you felt like you needed to deal with that was to, to move every so often because of the, yeah. Would you get it like face to face too, or was it just in writing that you would get these, these hate comments or these people sharing their displeasure? They uh they left the comments under the post or sure. the, the article articles, and some comments uh from some negative comments from my uh, peer, I ah, mean right. other influencers. Mm. Uh, they probably jealousy or they just don't like you, and so they also spoke a lot of rumors like oh mm -hmm. she must be have some sugar daddies you know or some right. uh, very very mean and so sometimes i just forgot why i was there why mm -hmm. i want to do that kind of jobs and and i also realized that uh, although i spend a lot of time on social media for yeah. my job and do a lot of uh, representative for brand sure. and i lost my passion for being a so-called online influencer because mm -hmm. i started to think what uh, what an influencer really means mm -hmm. i mean influencer all the influencer just try to sell products to their fans or their followers but is that really the original, the, the authentic uh, idea for you to be an influencer. So I started to pray and think, what should I do? My next move. And I thought, probably I have to stop uh, making the revenue or the income as my goal. I have to, you know, back to the beginning why god want to want me to be the influencer mm. he has some message for me as a channel to deliver to public and the problem is what's the message what should i or what's my responsibility to deliver to my publics to to my followers and i thought probably because I quite enjoy my life now. I, I met my husband. Uh, uh, he works in America. That's and crazy. we met online. Uh, so I started to spend a lot of time um, back and forth from U.S. and Taiwan uh, at that time. I found the portable working mode mm -hmm. is the way out for me to have a freedom, have my freedom and have a flexible lifestyle. Yes. So how to do that? My way is to building up my personal branding. Mm. And I'm a successful icon, right? I have a su successful example for them. So I started to uh, build up my personal branding school 
and to teach people how to build up your personal branding.、Hmm. But that's very、um, different in different markets. So、uh, mainly, I teach them in Mandarin in Taiwan. So I have like a thousand students.、Uh, they enrolled my course, and I reduce my、uh, branding cooperation、yes. uh, because I don't want to, you know, always sell products to my followers.、Mm-hmm. I want to compare with that. I I, I prefer to teach them、uh, a way for them can build up their. Uh, desirable lifestyle, right? So, there's a couple of things that you said that I want to go back to, and one of them is so interesting that you know, at one point you said online influencers' attention is currency, and so what sometimes you you can feel led to do is things that are outside of your character and personality just to get attention. It can become an addiction、um, because we're chasing that attention, which equals currency, and and That can I can only imagine that has a life of its own, and and it it sounds like as you were kind of reflecting、uh, on your path and 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 how your life has evolved with your journalism and and the different media training that you've had, you recognize and I just love this why God wanted me to be an influencer. So being an influencer sounds like that was a call on your life. And you had to get back to the purpose of the call because without staying focused on the purpose, that can take us in all that can take us in places that have us chasing money, for example. And we all need money to live, but when that becomes our primary purpose, then it starts to lack meaning and and can suck the joy out of the very things that used to bring us joy. And it sounds like you've kind of、um, had to go back to that. I love that. God's called you to be an influencer, and how does He want you to influence? Like, what's because that's what's going to give you purpose in your life is when it's aligned with with God's call in your life. Yeah, that's really beautiful. So that's why、uh, why I say I'm quite lucky、uh, for you know have God、yeah. in my mind and、uh, follow Him to be my guide.、Yeah. So that could prevent me to. Do a little, a lot of silly things、yeah. to get attention. True,、yeah. that's true. And so, how does that impact the values? Like, so when you're teaching in your school for these people that are also looking to do that type of work, what type of values are you teaching、uh, as part of the the online influencer kind of school or the brand school? How does how did that how did your experience impact the values that you're teaching others? Yeah, to be honest,、um, building、uh, like a personal branding is a skill set.、Mm-hmm. So you must have like to、uh, to do personal、uh, storytelling. You need to let others know who you are,、uh, what's your spirits, just like、uh, your question,、mm-hmm. what do you want to deliver, what's your message. And、uh, what's your personality? You have to let people know who you are, and so they can just, you know, sometimes imagination from them is the 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 biggest.、Uh, the power is quite big for them to think. Oh, okay, I want to follow you because you are this kind of person,、mm-hmm. or、uh, you can give me something good. 
So you have to tell your story and then to share your uh, expertise. Okay, but like your question about the value, value is another level because you know, like you can teach them skill set, but you also, uh, uh, just for me, I I hope they can be a nice influencer, not just you know for like a salesman or a saleswoman to sell products. So I also teach them. I also deliver them that. Uh, you need to know what kind of life or what kind of person you wanna be. You want have. You wanna have. Mm. For me, I hope I my life and work can be balanced. I can have time to stay with my family, to mm. stay in the nature. I like nature quite a lot. I, uh, I like planting. I like uh, animals. So you need to know what you want, not just what you wanna buy. You know, many people say, oh, if I got one million, I want to buy a house or a car, a nice car. But for me, if I got that kind of money, I want, uh, my goal is different. My goal is to uh, have more time to stay with my family or mm-hmm. I can, you know. Just, Freedom, flexibility, lifestyle. Right, Those are different. your Yeah, love yeah. that. Set your right goal. Right. Yes, absolutely. And I wonder too, you know, because in the type of work that I do, I'm a coach more so than a teacher, um, but it's really easy. Sometimes people want to focus on the programs and the fruitfulness of the programs and stuff. And my message is always, yes, of course you do. And of course you want that. And I'm glad you want it because that's what's going to drive your behavior and drive your commitment and, and, and drive your choices. I love all that. But if it's not, if it's, if it's not rooted in who you are and, and leadership character, then it's not going to be sustainable. And, and so it has to be rooted in actually who you are. And I think so many of us can just go at a pace of what we want and what doesn't necessarily come out of who we are. And when those two things are aligned, I think we're much more likely to accomplish sustainable results. Um, yeah. Because there's not many tricks to life to be happy. Like if we're not aligned, we're not going to be happy for any length of time. We can be happy in short bursts, but who we are needs to be aligned with where we're going and the impact we're having. And if it's, if those things are out of alignment, we might experience happiness in fleeting moments, but the things that we think will bring us happiness aren't always the things that do bring us happiness. I remember, um, Oh, what's his name? Jim Carrey. Um, at one point, he said, I wish everybody could get as rich and famous uh, and as successful as I am as fast as possible so that they could realize um, there's way more to life than this. Like, it just, it, it can be empty, right? Mm-hmm. That, and, and so to be able to Seek success, but first seek knowing who you are and who God's calling you to be and align that with the call that you have. Uh, and yeah, that's just so beautiful. That's so cool. I love, I love how God's thread has been in your life and how you continue to be an influencer because for so many people, that's a world they don't know anything about. Like I think about my generation, you know, in 50s and above, it's like, no, but there was any such thing as that. Like I remember the internet was dial up and it took forever for one image to load. Like 
I was like a lifetime ago. And, and so, you know, your career, your field, it literally didn't even exist. It wasn't even in anyone's imagination to do what you're doing. And so for you to bring your values, to bring God into the, your, the world that, that you work in uh, is just so cool. It's like a whole new frontier. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's quite important for me to learn that um, in current situation, it's quite lousy in online social media, right? So I also encourage people to stay quiet. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't really know what you, you are saying, please just just close your mouth. <laughs> just right. don't say anything. Just until you are quite confident and until you know what you are saying, until you know what you're doing and it's good to others than you say. Yeah. Or I think that commenting or saying something, posting is too easy now. And right. a lot of um, meaningless comments or posts hurts people, hurts you, hurts everybody. Mm. So I think it's very essential. It's a very important task for us. And I am really, you know, I, I'm really appreciate. I appreciate God for me to ha- have this uh, nice journey. And mm. I'm still keeping uh, listening and following his mm. guys every day. Yeah. That's a good point. Like the online world has evolved at quite a significant pace and, and the whole idea of ethics and, and things like that and how we treat each other on there isn't, you know, we, we're, we're trying to catch up to that. And I, I love that. So you're using your influence as you're teaching and everything to, to kind of coach into that, which is so helpful because I know even within the church world, you know, even within just our, our Catholic tradition, you know, one of the beautiful things about our Catholic faith is it's such a big umbrella of thoughts and perspectives, but the downside of it is we can tear each other apart online sometimes. And it's so, so unhelpful and so unkind. And so thank you that you're, you're talking sense and, and, and kindness into online presence because you've certainly been on the other end of, of, of people's negative comments and it, like yeah. to think well that wouldn't hurt it doesn't impact us but when when people are saying nasty things it's not helpful i had uh, you'll appreciate this this is how naive i am so the one time the one time i thought oh i'm going to uh because <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing i thought, i'm gonna boost this post on facebook so i paid i don't know 25 35 bucks to boost it but i didn't really know anything about it and so i just whatever filters there were i just used them and then paid for it and off it went. And of course I never checked back because I'm terrible at that. And so, you know, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, something I go back into that. I thought, oh geez, I wonder if anybody ever responded to that. And there was all kinds of responses. And I'm thinking, this is fantastic. <laughs> and so I started to go into the responses and they're all the same. Everybody's like, you big jerk. I don't want anything to do with that God stuff. You're an idiot. How'd you get my information? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. But it was funny because every one of them were like that, like literally everyone. So clearly, I totally marketed to the wrong people. I I just sent a note, said, I am so sorry. (laughs) 
that's all on me. I never would have tried to put this, but it was, I thought it was funny. Like it didn't bother me at all, but I also didn't read the 3000 comments of tearing me a new one. Uh, (laughs) But it just goes to show when you are marketing, maybe you should be a little bit more careful than I was probably a little bit. I haven't done it since. So that's. (laughs) It's a good story. story. Went viral in another way. Did nothing to grow my ministry or influence. Just really irritated a whole lot of people who didn't want anything to do with God. Oh God, uh, makes me laugh. I I totally didn't do that on purpose, but it was a wonderful learning experience. And so, there's. Uh, do you, do you find as people are getting into this space, probably the people that are going into your course probably grew up in this space in one sense, but now are really trying to hone their skills online so that they can be more intentional about growing their fan base and things like that is that yeah you know um in the beginning i thought probably the people who enrolled my course will be some uh, i was a little bit worried about that but i i thought probably they will have some star dream um, dream of being a superstar or something like that but then i realized no i was wrong uh some of them really have um, um, unexpected condition. I mean, uh, I have, I have some students. They were uh, experiencing cancer, so they couldn't go to office for right. doing their job. They are um, they are seeking how to um, have a flexible lifestyle and also right. can earn money. And two of them were. Um, two of them are breast uh, breast cancer yes. uh, patients. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy because now they have their own uh, Instagram and a Facebook fan page. So one now one of them is um, the coach for teaching people how to do marketing things. The other one who got some uh, cases from. Uh, other company she yeah. is an illustrator that's great so they can do their job online but they didn't know how to do so i just uh teach them some skill set and uh, uh also introduce some of my networks to them so that helps them that must I'm feel awfully good yeah. yeah that's a great story congratulations that's really making a difference in people's lives isn't it yeah, it's not necessary for them to be a super uh, right. strong influencers, but uh, I can help them to have their own dream lifestyle, like a yeah. flexible, have their freedom to earn money at the same time. Yeah, that's beautiful. Anita, that's so cool. So what does what does the future look like for you? If you're going to to write up five years from now, where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? What What's going to make you happy and and content five years from now? What would that look like? Uh, I'm still seek, uh, seeking, but uh, so far, uh, after I moved to California, it's a very different experience from uh, what I experienced in Taipei, because mm. in Taiwan or Taipei is pretty crowded. Uh, people live quite close. Mm. So it's barely for me, it was barely for me to experience the nature and our you know, mother mm. nature, the environment, the mm. birds, the sunshine. 
it's very you know we just work from eight a.m. to like eight or nine p.m. It's pretty、yeah. long, uh, working hours. So now I started to post、uh, like plants, how to grow your plants, uh, how to choose the easy grow plants. Yes. Uh, yeah, you can the the plants can. Survive in your apartment, something like that,、yeah. to encourage people to、uh, focus on other parts of our life or our nature and to protect them. And only you really love or you are enthusiastic to your environment, then you will figure out a way to protect our environment and our nature.、Right. I think that's the. Next phase. Phase for you. Yeah, next phase for me. That's beautiful. You really have a charism for teaching. As I as I hear you talk, what I hear over and over again is, as you're learning things, you want to help people, and so you're you're all you, your life is being filtered through your God given charism of teaching, and and so you're able to help people and bring people along with you. You you truly are influencing. You probably have charism of, or the gifts of influencing, as well as the occupation of influencing, and the charism for teaching, and 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 you you found a wonderful way to live that out. I'm so happy that、uh, you have a wonderful husband and that you're enjoying what you're doing, and it's fun to get to know you through Toastmasters. But this has really helped me get to know you a lot faster, and it's been a lot of fun. I hope and I. I'll continue to pray that that the work you're doing continues to be a blessing to all those that are following in your footsteps. And, and yeah, thank you for what you do. Thank you. Everyone has a story, and when Jesus intersects with our story, there we find joy. If the topic of leadership, evangelization, and/or changing culture are themes for an event that you're planning, and you're looking for a speaker, reach out at ronhuntley.com. And let's see if we can make that work. Thank you for tuning in this week. I want to encourage you as you lead this week. Be faithful to God and generous to others. See you next time, and remember, if you're still breathing, you are powered for impact.